every day on the big show. What? Gordon and what? Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Austin Horton putting together Sounds of the Week, brought to you by Davis Vision, giving you 1,000 reasons to get rid of those contacts or glasses. That's $1,000 off LASIK. Start your road to better vision at davisvisionmd.com or call today, 801-253-3080. That's, excuse me, Davis Vision. Gordon, uh, it's overtime, Oral Roberts and Ohio State. Uh, And, uh, of course, they went right away from 68-64, 68-64, Oral Roberts is leading Ohio State with four Ooh. minutes left to go in uh, overtime numero uno. Boy, wouldn't that be fun to start the day off with a 15, or start the tournament off with a 15-2 upset. Man, that's what makes the NCAA tournament so much fun. I don't care who you pick, you know. I mean, you and I probably both picked Ohio State to win that game, but it's... Hey, uh, man, I'm happy when Ohio State loses to anybody at any sport. <laughs> Why, you got something against Mike Conley? No, I just don't like Ohio State. Or really most of the Big Ten. (laughs) What if Jake had answered that with, yeah, I can't stand him. (laughs) What do you mean does he have something against Mike Conley? Is that just the first Buckeye that came to your mind? Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. The Big Ten, man, you're cutting a wide swath there. Don't like him. Why? Wisconsin's okay. The rest of the conference, I don't don't like him. The reason? No, I don't know. I got my reasons. <laughs> what is there? I just don't like them. Okay. All right. Well, did you pick them? Uh, I think so, but we can't get onto our tournament bracket in the building, so I I really don't know. Well, you filled yours out in a hurry too, Gordon. You, you can't. You, you're not in the building. You could access it and let us know. And let us know how we're doing, because for some yeah. reason the it's blocked in the in the building. What? I don't know. It's it's blocked. I've tried to bring it up and it doesn't come up. And Austin informed me that it's blocked. Yeah, Mike from IT. He's all over it. Is there something underhanded about our our bracket site? I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's not like the... How about your phone? Can you get on on your phone? Yeah, but then I'd have to remember my password and I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Okay. That's what my computer's for. It's right here in front of me. Uh, let's see here. Oral Roberts up seventy to sixty-six with two and a half to go. Wow. Uh, you want should we should we go into a hold here, Austin? We'll get to what's going on. Oh, let's get to what's going on. Uh, let's start things off with DJ and PK uh, talking about uh, the Jazz and the recent downturn. Ready for some lineup changes, PK? Shake things up. Who comes out? That would be an excellent question. I mean, it's going to have to be either Conley or Bogey. Has to be either of those two. Can be I would think so. Yes, I think it has to be one of those two. Okay. I mean, I think it would probably be Conley because you're trying to always have two of the three with uh, Conley, Bogey, and uh, Donovan on the floor. So you always well, that's have not going to happen. Two guys out there. So Scott says Bogey's killing the Jazz. The turnovers, the missed open threes, 
There are plenty of people uh, critical of Bogey right now. Although some people are just critical of the whole team. Andrew, I'm not sure they'll make it past the first round again. These guys are frauds, unfortunately. Ooh, that's, that's strong. That is strong. And it's probably the strongest one we have going through there. Uh, it's more along the lines of Jay. That was a crappy performance from a team that is capable of so much more. Obvious. Yeah, I agree with that. Tanner says, 4-5 seed, here they come. Same old stuff? That's what Tanner thinks. Been in that 4-5 series many times. Yeah. Three with the current group, and I think the D-Well Boozer group lived in the 4-5 in the range for a while as well. Ryan says, go Lakers. Ah, uh, Laker fans showing up, piling on. Mark says, it's frustrating as a fan to get the national media to give this team the credit that it deserved, only to have Jazz turn around and lay an egg like this. There's going to be a lot of I told you so about this team by the national media in the coming weeks. Uh, If it continues, sure. Yeah, Yeah, I can buy that. But it's not college football. It doesn't really matter. They either get it together or they don't. They'll be seated where they'll be seated based on how many games they win. So. Uh, sure, yeah. So if you're worried about that, uh, you don't have to be. But people are. They want to see their team being number one, and they want to get the national respect, blah, blah, blah. That's just part of the deal. I get it. Stan says defense is a lost art among these guys. That's true. The guy's blown by him. And even when they did miss, they got offensive rebounds. Quinn commented on that in his post game. He was upset about the offensive rebounds. All of which comes back to the energy you were talking about, PK. You know, not moving on defense comes back to the energy. Getting beat to a rebound comes back to the lack of energy. You can't just drift through the games. It's not going to work. Yeah, I don't get it. I just, I don't know. You can stat me all you want, but I'm going to go to your heart, and I don't know what stat that reveals. I would like to see some more intensity and stop getting down early. Six nothing, away we go, man. You just feel it like, oh, brother, here we go again. <laughs> Nancy says they look slow and disinterested. I don't understand it. Nancy, Me either. You're not alone, Nancy. Very crowded room. Tony says bogey has been AWOL. Donovan looked like he was so not interested in playing in the first half. For the love of all things basketball, make a freaking free throw. Kind of knew this game was in trouble when that first possession was a turnover. J.C. couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. Post game, we know what we have to do. Well, let's stop playing like shiz in the first quarter. I'm done. Tony's done. I'm not done, but I want more. Everybody does, but when will that happen? Tonight. Tonight, they're going to turn it around? Why not? Uh, They could, but I don't know why not last night doesn't matter it's over now nothing true i can story. do about it true story that so, one's gone uh to, to, to me now's an there's no opportunity like right now no go ahead and get it done man just go ahead and freaking get it done today is the time all right there you go dj and pk breaking down the jazz what do you think gordon yeah those guys pretty well i agree with a lot of what i just heard the Jazz have to be more conscientious. They have to ratchet it up. And, and see, here's, here's the deal that's going on. You heard DJ reading those responses from Jazz fans. Well, the Jazz stirred up all this interest uh, amongst their fan base. 
And so now the fan base is all energized. And so once your fan base gets all energized and then you go out and play like that and you play the way they have been playing lately on the on the whole, I mean, yeah, people are, get disappointed with that. And they're, they, they, it'd be one thing if the Jazz had a track record of great success in the postseason in recent years, but they haven't. And so now people fall back on, oh, here we go again. You know, this is what it's going to be. This is what it's going to be, what it's been in the past. The Jazz have to prove it. They, and they have to play like they want to prove it. I agree. They looked disinterested last night. That looked like they were playing on the back end of a back-to-back. And it was Washington that was playing on the back end. So I, I, I really don't have a whole lot of explanations other than you got to have uh, – I like what PK said about having heart, showing that you're determined to go out there and bust your hump and cover for one another at the defensive end and do your job on the perimeter. Don't, don't let that, don't play that old defense that funnels everything at Rudy, and then whoever it is dishes the ball off to someone else, and it leaves everybody vulnerable. I mean, I'm I'm really interested in your list of uh, of, of items, uh, Jake, that uh, explain or at least illustrate some of what's going on defensively. By the way, uh, so Ohio State missed two free throws, and so they still trail Oral Roberts 72-69. to Oral Robertson was fouled, moved, missed the front end of a one-and-one. One. Ohio State went to the basket, missed. Oral Roberts got the rebound, and now they're going back to the line. So uh, if it comes down to kind of a possession here, we'll throw to the game. But uh, this is a, a close one. He made the first free throw, so Oral Roberts is now up four with 22.9 seconds left to go. How about that? Ohio State has the ball. Uh, here we go. Let's go to it. Swishes the triple. One-point game. 14.6. No timeouts. Ohio State. Two for Oral Roberts. Chest pass in. batter. He is hounded and fouled. The foul given by Walker. It's going to be his second. So two free throws for Kevin O'Banner, who is an 88% free throw shooter. Oral Roberts up a point, 13 seconds. It's nice when your best players, your most confident guys, are that effective from the free throw line. Oral Roberts, 82% as a team. They are on pace to set the new Division I single-season record. These free throws could propel them to their first tournament win in half a century. First is in the air and good. O'Banner's got 29. He's got 11 rebounds. Can he get to 30 and make it a three-point lead? 13 seconds in overtime. Second free throw in the air. Good! Oral Roberts by three. Buckeyes, no timeouts. Length of the floor, down three. 13 seconds. And Towns is going to sub in as a shooter. If you get the three, great, John. But if you get a quick two, you're still in business. So you don't have to think three or bust, but you do have to get something quick with only 13 seconds remaining. He's going to trigger. Walker lying in wait to receive it. He'll be picked up by Kareem Thompson. The other four defenders rest in the backcourt. 13 seconds. They roll the entry to save time. Picked up. Free throw line extended. Walker steams front court left. 10 seconds. Near left side. 9 seconds. Flicks to Arns. Head fake. 6 seconds. A contested fall away 3. Bad miss. Glass and Iyer. Tip controlled by Arns. Up top. Washington to tie. Off fire and miss. Rebound Liddell. And Oral Roberts does it. Stunning. Wow. Oral Roberts, a 15 seed, upsets Ohio State, the 2 seed in overtime. How about that? 
I'll tell you right now, those players are going to look back at their performance at the free throw line and think, oh, man, we gave that away. Wow. When you're in that well, that kind of tight game and you shoot 50% from the line, whew. Ohio State had a really good look at that three there at the buzzer. I mean, that was a you can't complain about the look. They had it. It just didn't go down. Feel for that guy, Washington Jr. That was a tough. He had he had the look. It just didn't go in. Austin, would you say the Buckeyes were nine of eighteen from the line? Yeah, that's right. And they missed their uh, final three opportunities. That's tough. But I guess when the coach uh, rolls the ball out there and says, "Fellas, I want you to shoot free throws. Shoot them all the day long." <laughs> There's a reason for it. Crazy. Oh, that's that's the beauty of the tournament. How far do you guys did you guys have Ohio State going? Uh, I think I had them going to the Sweet 16, and that's it. I can't remember. So that's where I've got them. Well, I had them. Yeah. Now yeah. they're out. Now they're out. Goodbye. Doesn't break you, my Gordon? heart either. Hey, the the Big Ten not looking terrific in this tournament thus far. I'll have to check and see. I can't. Like I said, I filled out my bracket so quickly. Well, it I was think I, Ohio State I was a two seed, right? So Gordon had them to the Elite Eight. No, no, I didn't. No, I, I don't think so. <laughs> what if you did though? That'd be funny. Oh, that would be really funny. We need look it up, Gordon. You can you can look it up where you're at. Okay. I'm doing so as we speak. Let's see. Please be the Elite Eight. Let's see. And know that we can check uh, if you're being honest with us. All right. I clicked on that. Let's see. Uh, this is intriguing radio. I know. This thing, t- you click on the thing, and then what happens? How do you get the darn thing? Let's see. All right, maybe I've got it here. Oh, I'll man. find it. Find yeah, it for easy. me. This is, this is just painful. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me. It's like listening to Westwood One's coverage of free throws. <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit like that. Wow, so there's the there's, uh, first big-time upset of the tournament, Oral Roberts. Moves past Ohio State, and the Buckeyes fall. What's the name of your uh, bracket, Gordon? Like that. Like that? Okay, I'll search that. Oh, there's no search. Oh, good. That's nice. All right. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll have more coming up next. It is the big show. Uh, Gordon Monson, Jake. So do we have time to get to that Kalani bit? All right. Here's, uh, let's hear a little bit from Kalani Sitake uh, on with Hans yesterday. It's really cool just to see someone that um, a self-made person, you know, and, and then worked hard with his father growing up. I don't think a lot of people give enough credit to Mike Wilson and, and for the way that he raised his kids and, and the way that he and Lisa raised their sons. And then looking at um, the way Zach was raised, it, it just made sense that he was going to achieve great things on the football field, you know, and, and just happens to be as a quarterback and you look at the work ethic that he brought to our program of uh, what he learned from home and when you have your your leader and your quarterback with that type of work ethic and that expectation to have uh, you know to do great things on the field uh, man, that leaves a, a lasting impression and so uh, that, that, that's a lot of fun just to see him achieve his goals and, and, and you know spring on everybody's board as far as the NFL draft goes and then 
he belongs in the NFL, and I'm, I'm excited for the things that he's going to do there. And I think whichever team drafts him is going to be really lucky. Well, now that opens up a quarterback race, and obviously you've got some really good talent in the quarterback room. Who's currently who is on the field competing for that starting spot come this this uh, this fall? Well, you know, when you're looking at the guys, I think when we have four quarterbacks that are definitely in, you know, up there in the running, and we're going to have to narrow this down a little bit because there's not just not enough reps to go around. But um, eventually, we start we'll start getting it down to, to um, you know less candidates. But mm-hmm. right now, Jaron Hall. Baylor Romney, Jacob Conover, and Sojay Mayava. Those guys are, are, are the front runners, and, 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 you know, they're having great days. And, you know, the whole part about spring and even getting into the, the being a coach, you, you want to develop depth. I think you've heard me say that over and over from year one mm-hmm. to now, you know. And, and when you do is you, you create depth, and that's two ways, recruiting and development. And, um, when you get depth and you have four quarterbacks that are battling for for starting time, that's a good position to be in. But if I'm looking at the depth that we have in a lot of different places, that that right there is making me feel better. Whenever you have to, it's a tough decision on who's going to be the starter at left guard and right guard and all these different positions. You know, I mean Clark Barrington's coming back, but everybody's at left guard, but everybody's vying for that right guard position, and everybody's looking at the you know, they all linemen, they're all chomping at the bit trying to get their one of these five starting spots. That's a good good feeling to have. And, and you're looking at the receivers, tight ends, running backs. Um, that's a good feeling on our offense that A-Rod has to choose from a lot of great players. And then if you look on the defensive side, there's just newer guys here. But we lost a lot of production, but there's a lot of great players here that, that, are, that are in the mix. And then that's the whole part of trying to develop your team to program is that you want to get as deep as possible so it makes everyone have to raise their their level of play and then you just play the best guys that's that's the only way we know how to function and we're seeing some great competition right now and especially at the quarterback position coach i was listening by the way kalani sataki head coach of byu joining us for just a couple more minutes i was i was listening to you on a post-practice interview talking about Aaron Roderick and his promotion to offensive coordinator after losing Jeff Grimes. Um, I uh, I heard you mention that he has play-calling experience, obviously plenty of play-calling experience, but how much of an adjustment is this going to be for Coach Roderick uh, now having the full label, or, or is there much adjustment at all for him? No, I mean, the the, the there hasn't the transition's been really easy and he's done it before he's been a coordinator before most of his coaching career he's been he's been coordinating you know so uh there's there's a there's a lot of things that he knows and he's learned and he's he's a learning machine so the guy just finds ways to keep learning as he goes along and and uh you know we were very very uh fortunate to have him on staff and uh handling our passing game but really handling a lot of the 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 details of being um, an offense coordinator. I think he was able to mentor Jeff Grimes in a lot of ways, and they were able to work really, you know, as partners in the in the whole thing. And then I, I think they led uh, a, a really good, solid group at, at you know with the offensive staff. And it was an it was an easy decision to make um, because he's done it before, and because he, his impact on this offense has been that way for the last three years. So it just makes a lot of sense. And looking at what we're doing in spring ball right now, 
uh, it's it's an easy transition. The, the players have taken to his leadership, just like they've had the last three years, and uh, you know he's able to rely on his staff and welcome in. You know, Daryl Funk is our O line coach, and he's doing a great job with the O line, and I really feel good about that group. I, I, I looking forward to see seeing what the production that they can provide for us this fall. All right, there you go, Kalani Sitake on with uh, Hans. Uh, I believe it was was it two days ago, Wast, uh, when he jumped on as uh, you know, spring ball rolls on down there at BYU, and yeah, they've got a big decision on their hands to pick the right quarterback. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, he said it. He just talked about it that the quarterback competition is heated down there, and <laughs> when you've got maybe potentially four quarterbacks. It, it would be both really rewarding and frustrating to some extent because you look at these players, you think, okay, that guy deserves it. That guy deserves it. That guy deserves it too. But I don't know. Kalani believes that it raises the overall performance of each. So we'll see how it turns out. All right, Howard Beck will join the show at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. We'll talk a little jazz basketball coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. By the way, band of the day today is the National Parks, brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. For the latest tour news and artist insight, go to LiveNation.com. And this is the uh, the recording they made. In the, this is in the studio yesterday. Yep, that mic you're on, Jake. Yeah. The guitarist and lead singer was on that mic, and that's what you're hearing. It sounds good, right? Tomorrow, it sounds amazing. I yeah. can't believe we recorded it in here. That's amazing. Uh, and it's not us. It's them that made it sound amazing. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, this this studio is not set up to record music in I'm any way, you. shape, or form. Usually so noises fine. out of these studios sound not nearly as good as this. Correct. How uh, how many people are involved in the in the, in the the band? Fifteen. No, how many really? Eight. <laughs> it's a four-person four group. Here okay. in studio, there was two, though. Only two? All right. Seven o'clock so. tomorrow here at the Viv. With uh, we are the strike tickets online at Vivint Arena. The whole Boy, they sound pretty. They sound really good. All right, yeah, Gordon. Great. Uh, I've got. I've got. To, let's talk jazz here and talk just uh, how bad the defense uh, has been here for a second. You ready for a stat yeah, that, that illustrates that quite well? Let's hear it. This is uh, coming from our guy Tyson Ewing. You can follow him on Twitter at Ty Ewing Two. Uh, here you go. The Jazz have allowed teams to score a combined 963 points over the last eight games. This is the most points they've allowed in the same stretch in eight games uh, since they allowed 974 points, Gordon. Now, uh, do you want to you want to take a guess as uh, the year? How far we're going back here? You want to take a stab in the dark? Uh, last year? No. When? Austin, you want to take a guess? 1989. Nope. <laughs> when? How could you not be accurate on that, Austin? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, November 18th through November 30th of 1983. Wow. So over the last eight games, they've given up uh, 963 points 
the most since they gave up 974 over eight games in 1983. Hmm. And the, 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 the crazy part about it, though, Gordon, is, is that they were top five in the league in defense. I mean, that's not, that's not they have a bad scheme or that's not that they have wrong personnel. That's got to be they just, to, to steal a phrase from our guy David Locke, let go of the rope. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, that does not look good. The question is, can it be fixed? See, I think it can be fixed. They just have to start trying again. And, and that's a better problem to have than personnel. Because personnel is a lot harder to fix, But right? remember, at the start of the season, we weren't sure about personnel. And it seems like the way they started out, it wasn't – I mean, they struggled a little bit early on. And so – Yeah, but they did it for a long enough stretch that they can do I it suppose. again. It's not like yeah. it was a game or two. I mean, they're still defensive rating number five in the league, so – yeah, but how long is that going to last? Well, not very year? long playing like this, but my point being is it's not like they had a good defensive game. Hmm. I just don't understand what's causing that. It doesn't make sense to me. It's not like the Jazz have suffered some huge injury. Obviously, Mike Conley didn't go last night, but I I, I just don't get what's going on with this team because it's, it's, it's a, a nine-game trend now. Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, if it's effort, Jake, if it's effort, then why the hell is it effort? Well, I mean, I think Rudy told us exactly what's going on last night in the in the post game, and I was just uh, seeing if Austin could could dial up those comments. So he's gonna he's gonna grab those and we'll play them for you. But I yeah, I, I think Rudy was pretty honest about what's going on, and I I do. I'll cut him a little slack. I do think it's impossible to stay as dialed in as they were for an entire seventy-two game season. But you know, as that stat we just read over the last eight games points out, that it is it is beyond a blip in the radar. Wait, and well, looks more wait, like let, me, a, let me ask you: If you can do it for half the season, can't you do it for the whole season? I think that's simplifying uh, just how hard it is to be that dialed in. Okay. So I think you know, just because you. Uh, uh, Sunk the the beanbag and cornhole cornhole in once. Why couldn't you do it again? You know, it's well, a I mean, bit more okay, compl- so the, complicated than that. When the Jazz finished sixty four and eighteen uh, back in ninety eight, uh, they sustained it. Well, did they <clears throat> sustain it? They lost eighteen games. Yeah, yeah. Well, if they won one game, why did they lose eighteen? Well, no. I mean, Jake, that's a lousy comparison. No, but that's I'm, why I'm, I'm saying you can't say in extremes like that. It's just well, not that easy. I understand that it's not easy. But who are you? What kind of team are you? I mean, the Jazz are playing 72 regular season games this year. So what? what's that record? Is the record in the second half going to be anything like the record in the first half? Not at this rate. Well, yeah, not. Right, but but that team back in '98, that certain they they certainly sustained. Uh, I, I so th- I guess my real question is, who are you really? Well, I think they can be the team that they were, but they're not. The effort's not there, and they're playing but why, differently. But, but, but why? Is I don't that? know. I'm what? not. I'm not in the locker room. I mean, so, I can so I can speculate. Are, is what you're saying is what you're saying the effort. 
it's it's possible to to uh, to sustain the effort throughout the season. Um, I'm saying that you're going to have some ebbs and flows. Now, how much do you ebb and how much do you flow? You know, it, I think depends on. Um, uh, you know, a lot of things like like focus and effort and di- digging deep to to give the same kind of effort every single night. I mean, that's what made John and Carl so great is that they and, and Jerry Sloan, too, for that matter, is they had that mentality where you're going to bring it as best you can every single night. And that's hard. That's really hard to do. They could not stop a team in the East that is not qualifying for the playoffs. Right, right. I, I'm not. I'm not telling you that they played well last night, Gordon. I'm. I'm just saying you can't. I, I don't think it's as easy as saying, "Well, you did it in the first half of the year. Why don't you do it in the second half of the year?" Well, it depends. It's, it wouldn't be that hard if that's who you really are. If it's not who you really are, then it might be difficult. I uh, see. I don't need and, to know what that means. You are what your record says you are. What do you mean? What? Are, who are you? Uh, let's let's listen to this comment from from Rudy Gobert and what he said last night. I think we have to understand that we haven't accomplished. You know. Uh, we've been to the second round a few times, but, uh, uh, you know, we, 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 we get upset when people kind of laugh, laugh at us on TV and disrespect us and, and, you know, and there's disrespect out there, but, but it's on us to have respect for ourselves and, and understand that, you know, in order for, like, we, we, we're the challengers. We, we, we're not the, we're not the champions. We, we're not a team that can just cruise and, and, and then turn it on when it's playoff time. So we need to understand that we got to stay hungry. And, uh, you know, and staying hungry is paying attention to the little details, uh, not being worried about individual stuff, not, re- not being worried about distractions. And, uh, you know, and it takes, you know, uh, a team to be able to do that. And it takes, you know, uh, character. And, you know, we, I feel like we, we have it. You know, I feel like we... Sometimes it goes away, but I feel like we have it, and we just need to, to try to find a way to, to 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 have it every night, you know, and to and to have that uh, that edge, you know, that chip on our shoulder that that I know we have it, you know, I know we have it, but that sometimes disappears and and, and then comes back, you know. So it's uh it's really a uh, you know on us to be hungry every night. We have we haven't accomplished anything yet, and I think we know it. Everybody knows it, and. It's almost like it's a new season that starts now, and uh, and we need to keep getting better. You know, not overreact to a loss, but keep getting better, uh, keep enjoying the game, and uh, and uh, and be hungry. I think Rudy just answered your whole question. That was pretty good. If that's what it really is, or if they're really not good enough, then that's a different question. That is a whole lot more depressing for Jazz fans. I think it's what Rudy enough, said. Good enough, but if it's uh, if it's a matter of focus and effort and hunger and and uh, bringing it hungry. every night and not buying yeah. into their own headlines and not getting caught up in the individual stuff, but I, Rudy yeah, but Rudy laid it all out right there for but, you. And I, and I agree with Rudy completely. They haven't accomplished jack squat so far. What? I mean, how can they get satisfied if that's what it is? How can you how can you not concentrate? How can you not focus? I mean, I guess maybe it comes down to the being a heart of the cha- heart of a champion. Do you have it or do you not? Are you willing to fight through those kinds of lulls? Well, yeah, you're not going to win every game. I get that, but that game last night was 
It was, what would you call it, the worst loss of the season? Mm-hmm. But I don't think uh, that defines who they are, whatever that means. I think that they well, can get it back because uh, by focusing and doing some of the things that Rudy is talking about there and playing for the team and bringing effort and being hungry every single night and, and getting back that which they had early in the year, which is hard to get back because it's hard to do. Well, as bad as they were defensively last night, if Jordan Clarkson is the, the, the Jordan Clarkson that we've seen for most of the year, if Boyan Bogdanovich learns how to shoot again, you know, even though he's he sucks at the defensive end, uh, you know they they would have they they might have had a chance to win that game because neither one of those guys could shoot straight. But when you when you when you're not performing at either end of the floor, you got a real problem. Yeah, I, mean, well, I don't this... know what they're gonna do. Would you would would you uh, would you bench uh, Boyan Bogdanovich? No, I. I'd guess that Boyan comes back to the mean and let him shoot his way out of a slump. And uh, we've seen him at times play well uh, this year. We saw him play great last year. You've got to get that. You got to get that back. Here, here's the thing, though. Why the defense is, is it comes back to defense again is during the streak and during the first part of the year. What they're trying to get back, Gordon. Guys had bad nights all the time, but they the offense was designed as such that there was somebody, or more appropriately, a group of players that were making up for that. We saw Jordan right. Clarkson had. Uh, have off nights in the first part of the year. We saw Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley and Joe Ingles and, and everybody have a night that they weren't uh, particularly on. But the the way that they played, the team concept, there was enough to, to pick it up and, and make that not cost you a game. You know, just because Jordan Clarkson and Bogdanovich have off nights, that shouldn't automatically make this team lose. Do you think uh, allowing Mike Conley to rest – on back-to-backs like that, uh, it sends a, a bad signal to the rest of the players? No. Do you? Well, I mean, if it was a game you had to win, he'd be playing, right? Yeah, but this is just managing it. I I mean, I've told you this before. I think they learned a lesson a couple of years ago with Ricky Rubio's hamstring, and it gave out on him, and they had no chance against the Rockets because he couldn't go. So I think if they had to do that season all over again, they would have started managing that hamstring issue a lot long before they longer before they did because it I mean, I don't know, a healthy Ricky Rubio if they win that series, I don't know. You know, he's not Chris Paul and everybody just assumes that they beat the Warriors cuz he got hurt. But uh it, it, you know, it certainly had a big time effect on that playoff series, so I think they're trying to manage it because, as you so often say, the regular season is preparation for the playoffs. They want him in the playoffs at 100%. Right. But my, my question is, if a team chooses not to play a player when he could play, if it were important enough to the team that they win that game, does that send a, a subliminal message to the rest of the players like, okay, this, this game – Obviously, we're not going at 100%. Well, who didn't he play against the last time that they rested him on a back-to-back? It was the second I part. I mean, it. I no, I, I don't think so, but maybe, maybe I guess. I don't, I don't know for sure, but I wouldn't think so. Hmm. Well, uh, the Jazz bench has been so, so effective offensively through uh, most of the season. And last night, Jordan Clarkson was way off, George Niang way off. Um, and then, like, uh, it, I, I, f- I find it interesting in watching Bogdanovich because 
the whole I the whole reason the Jazz acquired him was to space the floor and make it work. And it seems like rather than he's been missing his outside perimeter shots, and so then he tries to pound the ball inside, and then he turns the ball over or he misses that shot. And when that's going on, I that we've talked so much about spacing in the Jazz offense that that jacks it all up. And uh, it seems like Donovan takes it upon himself frequently, as we saw what happened in the second half. I mean, he was scoring like crazy, but it 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 looked more like iso ball a little bit. And like you and Tim pointed out last night, uh, there were possessions after possessions where the passing was not taking place. So it's a, it, I, maybe you could you could uh, make the comparison of a quarterback who tries to do everything himself, tries to run, take off running, and uh, his receivers are might be open, but after a while, if he's going to take off running, then suddenly those those routes aren't run quite the same way. All would right, you cool. agree with that? Yeah, uh, I would. We'll uh, we'll get to a market update coming up right around the corner. Don't look now, Gordo, but the mighty beeves of Oregon State are up on Tennessee, thirty six to twenty three. Uh, that would not be good for my bracket. I did not believe in the beeves either. So go volunteers. <laughs> All right. We'll see how it turns out. All right. Market update coming up next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's time for a market update brought to you by TryDayTrading.com. Now anyone can be a day trader Check them out, trydaytrading.com. Uh, Gordon, how we do today? Uh, it was uh, more bad than good. The, the Dow was off uh, 234 points. Good heavens. The S&P was off uh, 2.36 points. Let's not get trippy right here. Nice. The NASDAQ, though, which has been struggling a little bit of late, was up 99 points. We win. We win. We win. All right, I like those today. Good heavens. <laughs> what was that last one? That was Locke. Now, obviously not last night, but... We win! We win! We win! Was that when Locke was having his uh, hoarseness? Was that a couple of years ago where Locke went through a stretch of games where he was struggling with his voice? This was many, Was many it many years, years ago? ago? Yeah. This Did was, you... the I think, from the 25-win season. And so that's, I mean... That was that a win that year deserved a lot of extra oomph on the call. That's right? true. I, I suppose so. All right, coming up at the top of the four o'clock hour, we're going to talk to our friend Howard Beck as we do every Friday. We'll ask him about the the Jazz struggles and we'll look around the rest of the league as well. Uh, quick update on the Mighty Beavs and the Tennessee Volunteers. The Beavers are up, Gordon, forty-four to twenty-seven. How about the Beavs? Wow. And just dropped a three to go up forty-seven twenty-seven. That is remarkable. What is, what's gotten into them? You know, I I don't know. They've got a good coach. I mean, Tinkle is a good coach. Yeah, but you talk about awakening at just the right time. Holy cow. They were, I mean, they were dog meat for most of the season. 
Well, apparently this is who they are. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> I don't know what I mean by that either. But they're playing they're playing very well. Uh, they're up 20 on Tennessee, and they're a 12 seed, Gordon. Yeah. Ask me if I picked them to win this game. I did not. Did you? Uh, no. no. I picked Austin? them to lose. Uh, I have Tennessee winning this game as well. Really? So. And Austin has a, a, a Beavers tattoo. <laughs> Had. Had. Oh, you got it removed. Yeah. No, really just it turned it into something else. Remember when they, uh, people said we talked about Oregon State too much when Gary went up there? Somebody actually <laughs> tweeted in, to when did I start listening to 1280 The Beave? Or was it 1280 The Dam? I think it was Beave, I believe. Was it but, the yeah. 1280 The Beave? Austin, where is your Beaver? I knew that's where that was going to go. Jeez. No, no, it's just Chester, where we're, we're, no, we're, no, you guys. Have uh, you ever noticed that Chester that, huh? just ruins everything? Here we are um, having a, a college up, basketball discussion. Up tempo, a tattoo discussion. Yeah, yeah, right. Comes in with a nasty dedication. Right. <coughs> Anywho, Howard Beck is going to join the show coming up next. Stay tuned. I'll show you during the break. Gordon. It's a big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.